What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 18 of The Fiends Podcast. I am your host, Larry, and I am joined by my longtime friend. He is the king of 90s alternative rock. Nobody loves Blind Melon more than this man. Everybody give it up for my co-host, Nick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Blind Melon. What's your go-to, like, go-to, like, two or three songs when you're just chilling on a Friday night, you're just drinking a beer? Champagne Supernova, uh, probably Change by Blind Melon. Yeah? It's a beautiful song. And then, um, if I get really dark and depressed, then I'll put on Piero the Clown by Placebo and cry. I'll be wallowing in pity, wearing a frown, like Piero the Clown. That's not 90s alternative. Okay. Oh, oh, we're not 90s alternative. Oh, 90s oh, alternative. fucking uh, Sixth Avenue heartache for sure. Okay, we should probably do like the ultimate '90s alternative playlist one day. Like you just do like a like a top ten list. Dude, your, that's yeah. a good idea. Tomorrow by Silverchair is definitely in that one too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely on our list of things to do. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to the show, we are one half of the band Fiends. If you want to check out our music, we have two EPs up, Nervous Wreck and Witch House, and you can find those on all major streaming platforms. Just a quick reminder of where you can find us on social media. That's facebook.com slash the Fiends podcast, Instagram at the Fiends podcast, and over on our YouTube page, that's youtube.com slash Fiends TX. You can find the video version of this podcast posted every single Friday, as well as the audio version on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. All right, so one of the reasons that we started this podcast originally is, of course, you know, for Nick and I to be able to get together and kind of catch up and shoot the shit and talk about all the things that we like. But the other reason is because we wanted to be able to interview some of our peers. Uh, We've been in the music seen for a little over 10 years so it's not uncommon for you know a lot of us to run into the same people week in and week out and the problem with that is you rarely ever get to have like long conversations with these people it's just always like in passing it's always like oh six set bro oh yeah killer set bro and so can i borrow your amp bro can i borrow your amp bro (laughs) hey bro can i can, can i borrow your drummer Hey, yeah, we lost ours. Can, can we borrow your drummer? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, bro. Like, so it, Hey, well, bro, Six Set, bro, can you do vocals for us? Oh, um, Six Set, bro. Oh, you heard us? No, nah, I was outside in my car, but I'm sure it was good. <laughs> I'm sure you had a badass set. Uh, anyway, can you stay around and watch our set? Anyway. Um, Please. So, so, so nah. there's... <laughs> no, I'm good. So there's a lot of, a lot of stuff like that, and you don't really get a chance to kind of talk to these people um, in long form. And so I've, I've found that the more and more interviews that we do on here, the more that we're finding out that there's a lot of guys that, or it's like, oh shit, like I, we should have been hanging out a long time ago or, or people that we yeah. were kind of on the same wavelength and we, we should do more shows together. And so I imagine today is kind of going to be uh, the same, similar, because the guy, our, our guest today, he's been around as long as we have actually he's probably been around a little bit longer definitely longer than us um so he's been in plenty of other bands and so i'm excited to ask him about all of those and the other cool thing is he's a loyal listener to this show like he genuinely enjoys this show like he's always reposting or tagging us and i can't thank him enough because when we started this show like the first couple months like there was a lot of weeks where i'm like 
why are we even doing this? Does anybody actually enjoy this? Like, does anybody even listen? And this guy's, you know, he, he made the process a whole lot easier and it helped me to overcome a lot of the self-doubt. So I can't thank him enough for it. So without further ado, he's the basis for the band Aries. Everybody, welcome to the show, Marco Gonzalez. Bienvenidos. Yo. <laughs> What's up, guys? Everybody, welcome to the show, Frank's brother. Oy. Hey, that's me. Hey, that's I know, me. I know that guy. <laughs> I've heard of him. Frank, I made it before you. I love you, though. <laughs> yeah, just dude, just tell Frank. Him what's Frank, up. I want you on here still. Okay. Yeah, we still want you on here. <laughs> we still bro. want you on here. Please help us. Please. Artwork, everything, Artwork, bro. Frank, I love you. <laughs> one, one day, Frank's gonna be Marco's brother. They're gonna be like, "You're the oh, you're Marco's brother, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I guess." He's like, "Yeah." Let's steal the way around. No, I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> I don't have. I, I don't have a brother. He's like, oh yeah. He said, "That's Tommy. That's my little brother." I said, "Bitch." You better not have no little brother. Dude, thanks for coming on the show. This is a long time coming. I'm so glad to, to have you here. Thanks yeah, for inviting I'm actually us. really looking forward to this one. So, dude, the, what's what's going on, fellas? What's new? What'd you all do over the weekend? I worked. Oh, I worked too. Did you? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I worked the weekend shift. I hours. also worked. I worked. Damn. Anyway, this has That's been the Fiends <laughs> Podcast. We'll see you, you next guys. week. <laughs> Anyway, um, so since you guys worked like a bunch of losers. What uh, did you do, Larry? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, it's great for you to ask. I actually went to the Paranormal Circus uh, that happened uh, this past uh, weekend. For those of you that don't know, um, uh, Paranormal Circus, I think they're a circus based on. I thought you were going to say Paranormal Circumcision right now. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? That's... <laughs> It's probably I was like a, there too. It's a bad name. <laughs> That's where I was. <laughs> um, for those that don't know, Paranormal Cirque is a circus based out of Italy, I think, and they just wrapped up their two-week, two or three-week tour here in the valley. They are actually uh, were based out of uh, Mercedes at the outlets, and I was able to go to the show, and dude, it was amazing. Like I had a blast. Like honestly, um, it's it's a horror themed circus, so. Just even like the the entrance to to the show to the tent is just a a big um, haunted house mm-hmm. just to get to your seats. That's pretty cool with all the cool with idea. all the performers. And then you know then once you're in your seats, they come back around to to perform. And it's it's everything from uh, uh, magicians to trapeze artists to aerialists to burlesque dancers to uh, stunts. Like it's a little it's a mix of everything. And actually. Um, I I had seats like in front of like the aisleway and they try to make things as interactive as possible. So like they'll go and pluck people from uh from the audience and the whole time I was just like like no no please don't <laughs> I was like sweating. So like they, they had like one um they had this like Grim Reaper type character and he's he's walking this like this this guy on a on a like a chain leash and the guy's like He's acting like a dog, like real, like rabid and crazy. He's like growling people, acting real crazy. And they're coming towards me. Yeah, yeah. This is some Ramson shit. He's not wearing a shirt. He's just just a DMX impersonator. (laughs) (laughs) Hear the music in the background. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) It was actually a DMX hologram. Oh. Oh. 
They're RIP oh, man. It's a it's a it's a big production, might I add. So yeah, the, he's like walking this guy on a leash, and they're inching closer and closer to our section. I'm like at the corner of the seats, and I'm sweating. I'm getting real anxious because I don't I don't like. I appreciate the crowd participation. I know that they have to do it, and I appreciate that they do that and the entertainment aspect. But like. I just want to be a voyeur. I just want to be a spectator. I don't want to actually participate. I'm just, yeah. I just want to watch, yeah. right? Could you, I'm just picturing like Larry being picked and he just like, they're like, come on, sir. He's like, oh, I don't want to fucking watch. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just like yelling. And then everybody just gets quiet. Everybody just gets quiet. <laughs> sir, are you okay? And uh, then you turn into a fucking bat and fly away. And it's a giant bird. From and everybody's like, is this a part of the show? <laughs> yeah. Damn, this is paranormal. This is pretty paranormal. <laughs> They weren't kidding. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, so no, no, I'm sweaty. I'm like getting really anxious because they're inching close. And, and I'm like, okay, how do I make myself not stick out? I'm trying to play it cool, but I think me trying to play it cool just made me stand out even more. And so they, he, he gets to me and right. So like he's crawling on the floor. So his head is like, it's it's like in proximity, like like you know my legs or whatever, and I have my legs <laughs> open. And he turns his head towards me, right? He turns his head towards me. I'm like, no. No, and so he's looking at me, and then he's like growling at me, right? And so he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> and the problem is, like, I didn't like flinch or I didn't like get scared because I'm trying to just <clears throat> be cool, like, like I don't want to draw attention to myself, right? And because I didn't flinch or I didn't react, that made it even worse. So like, my legs are are, are open like that because that's how I'm sitting, and he gets his fist and like he goes to like punch my dick. <laughs> Dude, I was so gonna fucking say that. Yeah, yeah like, like he goes, fuck? he goes like pantomime, like punching my dick, and he gets really close. But again, I didn't flinch because I'm like, well, he's not actually gonna punch my dick. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Jokes on you. You're like, I pull up, motherfucker. I don't have a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there you go. No, but kidding. it's true. It's true. I was like, I, I didn't react because I, I know this guy's not gonna actually punch my dick, and so because I didn't flinch, like the second time, like, like he tried, like so instead. He just opens his mouth and like he lunges. <laughs> Dude, this is like I'm already thinking like, yeah, all, right. like all right, it's gone. Like, I'm just picturing this guy right in your lap with your legs open. Well, like, that's he opens why. his mouth. I'm like, where the fuck is this going? No, no, no. So so he he opens and he like lunges at me like 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 a biting like 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 I'm gonna bite your dick off. And I was just looking at all my friends. I'm like, what do I do? Cause he was like, like he he did it like like he did like he was gonna bite my dick off or like I don't know even worse like, and then and then I was like no but I was like I was like well what would I even do in that situation like I would have to just let him right it's Be- part of the show it's man. part let of the show for, for the for the sake dick off, bro. for the sake of the show like I I don't want to bring the the show to a screeching halt we paid thirty dollars for these tickets yeah so you paid thirty dollars for that fucking dog guy to blow you yeah i was like well that's the point right there yeah yeah it's all in in the name of uh entertainment paranormal circus dude if i had been there i would have been laughing so hard about the whole dick thing and i would have just been egging him on like yeah 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 yeah. bite his dick (laughs) eat it eat Eat it it. Uh, so i went to the circus nick did not uh because nick doesn't like circuses the only circus nick likes is kiss psycho circus Great album, dude. Right? I will pound. Yeah, yeah that's a you'll good pound one. to that's that. Not, I'll yeah. pound to that one, bro. Yeah, Hell it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Man. A fucking cycle yeah. circus. 
Uh, You're in the cycle circuit. And I say, welcome to the show. Come on, bro. All right, so <laughs> we're going to talk to Marco about his band, Aries. Actually, is it Aries or is it Eris? Let's clear that up right now. Do you even know? No. Eris. <laughs> it's Eris. It's Air is. Air is. Eris. See, that's what I thought, but I've heard differently. So Aries. Eris. I think it's Eris. I mean, Aries doesn't really make sense. Do all right, let's take a poll. So, if you all are listening, if you think it should be Aries, text, uh, text one to uh, I don't just know. Just fucking message us or something, right? <laughs> or if you think it should be Eris, uh, message the band and let them deal with it. But we will, we will, we will get to the bottom of this. We Ooh. will settle this before the end of this podcast. Uh, so, anyway, before we get to all of that, I thought it would be fun to do another round of hidden gems. Fuck yeah. So for those of you keeping tabs at home, Hidden Gems is where we revisit a band, an album, a TV show, or even a movie. Pretty much anything that we think is underappreciated or something that's worth people checking out again. And this has kind of become a good like icebreaker for us to to get to know some of our guests and, and see like the things that they're interested in. So uh, who wants to go first, fellas? You go ahead. You're our guest, man. All right. So... Hidden gem, I would have to go with uh, Blood Simple. I was going to go with American oh, Head Charge. Dude, dude. okay. I was going to pick American <laughs> Head Charge. I, I messaged it to Larry. Great minds think alike. And it was, uh, I didn't even tell him this, by yeah, the way. I messaged him. I was like, dude, do you remember this band? And he's like, oh, Nick's a big fan. I was like, well, he's probably going to pick yep. that band then. No, I've been meaning to do it, but you go ahead and take it. So <clears> I was going to pick American Head Charge, but I went with Blood Simple. Um, saw them live. Their album, A Cruel World. A cruel World? Yeah, dude. Strider. Dude, yes. That Dude. shit was intense when they played that live. I saw him with, uh, it was Blood Simple, American Head Charge, Life of Agony, and Mudvayne. Oh, dude, that was fucking like 2004, uh, 2005-ish? Some, yeah. Yeah. I didn't go to that tour specifically. A friend of mine did, but he told me that Life of Agony was there. You ain't got time, but you ain't got time for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's my life. That's my life of agony impression. Yeah, but so, yeah, blood, uh, that's what I first dude, heard about Blood Simple. He bought pick. he bought the CD and showed it to me. Fucking great. Sorry, dude, it was good. Show. It was really good. See them live mm-hmm. and God, I fucking felt that fucking song, dude. That straight hate, dude. Song. Yeah, like, God, it fucking hit me. I was like, fuck. I, I saw them at the Family Values tour in two thousand and seven, I believe, in Houston, and they went on right before Five Finger Death Punch on the side stage. And that was right when their new album, I think his name was called Red Harvest. Red came Harvest, yeah. And so they played Straight Hate last, and I was like, fucking yes. Dude, yeah. It was fucking good. Have you ever checked out their old band, The, the Vision of Disorder? I haven't. Okay, With, uh, they're, they're pretty good. So, I mean, it was like some of the guys from that band, and they were another band that was really good. But yeah, that's a good pick, dude. Good fucking album. And what notable, if I lost it? Notable tracks. Mm-hmm. That's it. Straight, Straight hate, hate dude. That's, that's like that's the, the that's it. <laughs> I would say that's a dude. If, if that's the only song that band ever made, I would still go watch them live and listen to play that for an hour and a half. <laughs> and I'd go hard for an hour and a half. But what if I lost it's a good song too? Um, but good. yeah, good one. Good one. All right, I'll go next. Um, mine is see, I just assumed that we were going to be talking about a lot of metalcore stuff, and so I'm and why? Because I typecasted you. I just yeah. like I just assumed. Dude, okay, so like I always pick new metal and shit, and Larry's like, you always pick new metal. So I was like, okay, I'll pick not new metal today. 
Well, maybe I should have picked American Head Charge, but maybe next time. So mine is American Head Charge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, so um, I guess mine. Uh, I'm going with uh, Miss May I, and the album is uh, Apologies Are for the Week. album i haven't really listened to in a long time but i went back and listened to it and i think the reason that i picked this is because it reminded me of uh first of all this was released in 2010 i believe and it reminded me of like when we were all starting when we were all in bands and the, how the music scene was like you were either deathcore and playing blast beats or you were in like a rise records bitch band and you were playing like <laughs> Katy perry covers, covers and yeah and you probably had like a synthesizer yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the band and uh but somewhere in between was kind of people like us who are kind of still in the metalcore phase like this is cool guys i swear bro hey bro it's cool bro metalcore's we cool bro bro for real bro check it out bro <laughs> That's how Some I of us were, were still clinging on to the metalcore. We were just like, nope, we're not going to play blast beats. I refuse. Um, and that's why we all we didn't get anywhere. Anyway, that's <laughs> no, but we were still kind of clinging on to that, that metalcore scene. I feel like this band was uh, kind of doing that, but they were kind of uh, able to uh, exist in that middle where they were heavy enough that maybe some of the deathcore kids would like and then they were a little bit heavier that even like people who listen to like a day to remember could probably get into this band mm -hmm. and also this album was produced by joey sturgis and i always liked his his his, his mixes like mm -hmm. i mean he, he he recorded bands like the devil wears prada and uh uh for the fallen dreams and amir and i just and attack attack like bands like that and i i love his mixes and this is uh this album is just so it just hits hard and also i just remember around that time like myself and our guitarist rolling chino like we were jamming that a lot during that time and you know for for like you know a quick minute you know we were probably influenced by it a little bit because they were playing the metalcore riffs that we liked but they were also mixing it with all the like melodic um yeah choruses So in, they came and played with Amir, right? One they year, did. And you guys played the same show with one-year-old yeah. bands, right? Well, I didn't go but because I was in Kingsville going to school, but Larry went, and he said, yeah, those guys played. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. So I remember that. I so, still have the fucking poster, dude. Yeah, that's so cool. that one actually uh, is actually the Mosh Lives 2 tour, yeah. mm. uh, head, headlined by Amir, and the supporting bands were the band terror after the burial mm -hmm. a thick as blood and miss may i actually a fun little story is um we the guys in 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 fiends when we were burned this day we went to that show because we were big amir fans and we saw one of your bands uh the band what what lies between, between us? us yeah so that would have been uh 2010 mm -hmm. and i just remember like you all opened the show and like part of me was like almost jealous i was like man like i wish we could be opening up for amir the problem with that is we were not good so that we had no <laughs> business opening up for amir yeah and yeah, and that's yeah, true we shouldn't even be in the same building as any of those bands uh but luckily they let us in that night and uh um, <laughs> you're burn this day get, get the, the fuck out of here <laughs> you piece of shit 
so you've heard of us. <laughs> so yeah, but I remember you you guys opened, and then that was the first time that I saw like that that particular band. Also, mm. a fun little story. I remember the drummer for Miss May I. He got locked in the bathroom <laughs> at the incubator. Do you remember that? Yeah, dude. You remember hearing I about remember that? that shit? Yeah, I remember that. Also, another side story <clears throat> is that show actually uh, got canned by the cops right because they were <laughs> over well, the limit i think right well no they were like throwing trash cans in the pit and i think it got a little too crazy and so the, the cops like intervened and oh, shut shit. it down before Amir played yeah and we were pissed during a terror set oh who didn't see that coming <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have trash cans in the in, in the venue in the yeah. pit. whose idea was yeah, this like <laughs> terror in a little room what could go wrong yeah so there was actually um i'm not sure if you guys ever heard the band crimson armada I've heard the name. Okay, mm-hmm. so that band was similar, I guess, a little bit heavier than Miss May I, and the singer was there. So I got to meet the singer of Crimson Armada, and I still have my Miss May I hoodie where he signed it and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh shit!" I got if you guys haven't heard them, like fucking. No, check you know them what? Out. I have heard because I remember them being pretty. They're they're more metalcore than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, good. they were like the, like the second or third wave of metalcore before like metalcore just kind of fell off. Yeah, they have a song with. Um, Maddie from For Today. I'm not sure if you guys are For Today fans, but no, I don't <clears> like them very much. But I know who they are. Yeah. So they were. Uh, I tried listening to them though. It makes you feel better. <laughs> it does. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, <laughs> I prefer I, For Tomorrow. <laughs> I'm here all night, folks. Uh, so in closing, what I wanted to say is that. Um, yeah, I think this is an album, especially like the drumming. It's it's a lot of like fast paced like breakdowns and a lot of like fast like metalcore riffs. And so, if you're into that style, well, great because every song sounds the same. <laughs> so if you like that style, you'll love this. But if you want diversity, it's probably not the the album for you. So, yeah, that's mine. Hmm. Well, I guess I'm next. All right, what's the next section? All right, Marco. <laughs> you, Marco, you go again. I picked Blood Simple. <laughs> yeah, dude, what's yours? All right, Nick. So mine is going to be from a band called Poison the Well, and the album is You Come Before You. It was a great album. came out in 2003, and actually, Larry and I f- first heard this band in middle school. Yeah. Uh, it was Apathy is a Cold Body is the first song we ever like heard from that band. I had that on so many like mix CDs Mixes. back in the day. Yeah, because I you made you would make the CDs for me too, and you put it on there. So that's one of my favorite songs. It's such a beautiful song. But there's also like there's a good variety of songs. Like there's heavy shit. There's kind of slow melodic stuff. Um, notable tracks for me, apart from Apathy, is a Cold Body, is The Realist, and Ghost Chant, of course, goes hard. And then uh, I liked a Meeting Again for the first time. That's one of their slower ones, but it's a great album um, from start to finish. If um, you're looking for something new to go listen to. I recommend that one. It's a great album. Fuck, man. Apathy is a cold body. That song will make you cry. Make that you will feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that will break you down. Yeah. I'm going to jam it on the way home today. Dude, it, yeah. You're going to be crying in your car. Why did he just pick American Head Charge? <laughs> you're going to get, get to your ass. You're like, how'd it go, honey? It was great. It was a good <laughs> 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 So uh, those are all great picks, guys. Especially yours, Nick. Thank you, bro. I love it, bro. Thanks, guys. So I do wanna I do wanna talk about uh, 
Eris, not Aries. For all you people calling it Aries, you're wrong. <laughs> wrong. Marco said so. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, what if you get back to practice and they're like, no, bro, it's Aries, bro, you, you idiot. Bro, you, Who named the band here? Right? You, you <laughs> Thank fucked, you, George. You <laughs> fucked it up, bro. You can't be in the band anymore, bro. You're out, bro. It's not our name, bro. Can you play our next show, bro? <laughs> but play the next show for the next year. Like the guy, they don't, they don't actually talk like that. So no. I don't know why we're doing that. Yeah, they probably, anyway. they probably don't sound. Uh, like so you, you guys actually had a show uh, this past weekend. We are recording this on a Wednesday night, so you all would have played it's on Tuesday. Sunday. Oh, we are. It is they, Tuesday, but they don't know that. Oh, we are. We are coming to you live on a Friday, <laughs> Fiends Friday, the Fiends podcast, In Barbados. every single Friday. Uh, so yeah, you had a. You had a show recently. There you go. How did it go? It was good. Um, Where was it at? It was at the Flying Walrus. Uh, we were scheduled to play at 1040, but, you know, things happen during Shit shows. It happened. As you guys know, right? Mm, yeah. Um, but nope, overall, never happened to us. <laughs> always on time. You uh, guys play at 630. Everybody else starts at 9. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> It was it was it was good, man. That's uh, awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad that you all had a good show. So we're definitely gonna get talk, you know, more about the band. And um, what I wanted to do is actually play uh, a sample of your um, upcoming release, and the song is called "All the Bright Places." And can you speak a little more about that? I know you guys shot a music video recently for that one. <clears throat> so we shot a music video. And that was a crazy time, dude. I'm not gonna lie. It was a. Uh, it was stressful. I hate stressful. making music videos. In what dude, way? I can't fucking stand well, it. Well, I mean, it was a. Uh, so our videographer, um, usually who shoots us would be Adrian, and there was an emergency that happened with them, and it was we invited a bunch of people to a house, and people That's... started showing up, and it was just like, okay, we have everyone showing up, and they're like, oh, 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 oh get your phone. Can you record <laughs> this, dude? It was to a point where we're just like, um. Uh, let's do something of that sort like that's it, right because the 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 footage that i saw was actually uh taken at one of your previous shows so i i didn't put that together oh that's right they were supposed to do uh, like a house show type theme and now yeah. they're doing it some the point is that you it got done right well yeah so it was uh it was a friday night we got everything done people started showing up and uh, Fernie knew a videographer, which is Jonathan Cruz, right? Of course. Shout out to John Shout Cruz. Out John. Shout out Cruz. He's and, a wizard. <laughs> and um, he came in real last minute in a really odd situation, to be honest with you. And it was, he did his thing, man. But and, that's awesome because you're in good hands because he is so talented at what he does. So I'm, I'm, the footage I saw is great. And it's good that you all were able to pivot like last minute and, and still you know, turn out a, a good video. So uh, when can we expect that video to be released? So hopefully May 7th is the date. Okay, so cool. So hopefully... May 7th, you heard it first. There you go. Oh, <laughs> dude, you shouldn't have said that Exclusive. because what if it doesn't... What if it doesn't come out on May 7th? They're going to be uh, like, oh, Marco lied. May 7th. <laughs> it's coming okay, out May you 7th. Heard one it. way or another. It's one, happening. One way or another. Pirate Bay. <laughs> there we <Damn>. go. <laughs> LimeWire. 123movies.com. <laughs> Uh, we don't endorse any of those websites. I think I downloaded the, the wrong Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that meme. I know what you're that, talking that about. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, so cool. So we're going to play a sample of that song here, and you can expect the video within the next two weeks. So we're going to go and hear from Eris, and when we come back, uh, we're going to kind of go back, way back, 
down memory lane and talk about all of Marco's previous bands. So we'll be right back with more of The Fiends Podcast. So we are back on the podcast and we are here with Marco Gonzalez. And uh, I want to go back all the way back. When did it start for you? Let's start generic interview question number one. <laughs> what was the band that wanted that made you want to be in a band? Driving the Nails. Driving the Nails. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dude, deep cuts, deep cuts, bro. Deep cuts. If you remember driving the nails, <laughs> that's a hidden gem. Not, not Metallica, not Slayer. Driving the nails. No, but for no. real, I know that's a generic question, but I did want to ask you that. What was like kind of the first band or bands that made you want to be in a band? And also, what were you listening to when you were ten years old? Oh shit. Because I, I feel like 10 years old is when like your peak fandom. Everything is like the best when you're 10 years old. <laughs> It's true. Uh, what was I listening to at 10? Um, could have been No Doubt. Really? Could have been No Doubt. Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking in the No, spot. we're oh. going old school, Dude, bro. Tragic Kingdom is a great yeah. album. That's so good, yeah. we're talking No Doubt, maybe Nirvana. Um, I know before that, it was a... Uh, no, it was Metallica, No Doubt, Nirvana. And I, I know before this, it was a fucking Backstreet Boys, bro. I'm not going to lie. That's cool. I was fucking dancing, bro. I was like, I'm going to be the next dancer. Me and my, me and my, my best friend Kong, I was like, let's do it, bro. We're, Dude, gonna, honestly, we're man, serious. The guys in the, in the group aren't even that hot. <laughs> I, I probably would have picked NSYNC over Backstreet Boys, to be Dude, honest. The guys in the NSYNC are not hot either, man. Whatever. All right, bro. Well, what do you want? 98 let's... Degrees or what? Nah, dude, Lestat. He's not even a boy band. He might as well be. He's more handsome than everybody in those bands. All right. He's, a, he's a man band. He's a man band. <laughs> All right. So, like, yeah. Like, is there a specific band that made you want to play music? or Specific you, band? Is it just that you, you come from a musical family? I don't come from a musical family, man. No. Believe it or not. Okay. It was my brother that started it all. I, I'll be honest. Uh, he taught me how to play guitar. I saw him and my his friend or... He, I'd say a family friend, Steve. By the way, um, I just want to pitch a future episode. We're going to do a versus episode, but it's you and Frank versus Chino and Rolly. Oh, dude. <laughs> that dude. is a great fucking idea. Yeah. We're, we're not even going to be on it. We're because, just going to watch. Yes, because I bet you your stories are the same a mirror version of chino and Rolly state because when you said like oh yeah my brother taught me how to play guitar Rolly says that all the time my brother told me how to play <laughs> dude you know what's so funny is like Rolly will say that shit and then chino's face like he doesn't smile he's just there like 
Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, my my brother, like, yeah, he was pissed when he had to show me, dude. My, 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 he was, dude. He was. He was like, I, I'll never forget, dude. I, I had a cut on my finger, and uh, he was like, you need to press on the fret. Like, you need bitch. to press. Yeah. He's like, I'm much. ten years old. <laughs> pretty much. And I, and he's like, you need to hold down the fret and pick it. I was like. All right, dude. Like I have a cut on my finger. I'm trying. Stop, (laughs) dude. My brother plays. uh, Well, he still plays, but he played guitar when we were younger, and he he was he's actually pretty good. He still is, but I mean, um, like I would just watch him play shit. I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'll try singing or some bullshit. Something easy. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it worked out for you. Yeah, it worked out fine. My huh? wife says every time, so every night I come home from practice, I always unload my shit and she's always there to help me, right? So uh, she's like, You could have been a singer. Yeah. You could have been a singer. <laughs> and great. I was like, Oh, all it, right. Yeah, all right. man. Uh, so what would have been like your first band? <sighs> first band that made me want to be in a band? No, like first band. Like, what was the first band you ever played in? Oh, so. <sighs> man you got to go way back it had to have been so like was it driving the nails no it was way before we're talking <laughs> about so our first band in middle school we played without a drummer in the talent show just so you know uh was called <laughs> hailstone right hailstone hailstorm not, not to be confused with hailstorm <laughs> you knew lizzie hail hailstone <laughs> and then it turned into bloodfall once we got a drummer right bloodfall we, we great were name. badass great name <laughs> yeah but Fast forward from all that stuff, driving nails. I, I would say would be the first like, like legit band, band. legit like let's how uh, okay. So I know there's a lot of youngins that listen to this podcast. How would you describe the band Driving the Nails? I'm very naughty. <laughs> oh wow, I was no. not expecting. I was like, I was like the epitome of a gothic rock band. Yeah, it was a go- it, right, it, like kind of industrial. Very, very, very it, it, nine it, inch it, nails. It was industrial. Um, it was industrial ish, but like not full blown like fucking ministry or nine inch nails. I think you all used to cover Wicked Game. Dude. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. It's like, do you remember the Wicked Game cover, Mark? Yes, and it yes. was a sweet cover because it was, it was actually really good. Was good. So I, was, I really enjoyed it. I was telling Marco when he got here uh, to my apartment, like I have a Driving the Nails CD somewhere, and I've been looking for it all day, and Dude. I will find it because I haven't listened to it in like ten years. But I bet it's super good. Wow, Dude, the the Wicked Game cover was fucking sick, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that was a great band. And uh, yeah, it was it was fun, man. That really made me uh, really feel like okay, I want to do this. Like performing how, live. And, and how old were you when you started? When you were in that band? I had to have been fourteen. That's crazy. Fourteen blows, blows my fucking mind. <laughs> you were out in the bars. I mean, like like that that resonates with me because like I come from like a musical family, so I was always in the bars like when i was young when i was like 10 years old because my parents were always in bands or they were always going to see bands so but like i didn't start playing in our, our band till i was like really till i was like 17 yeah we, we were juniors in high school yeah so, so i would have been like sophomore or junior 17 year? but the fact mm-hmm. that you were like playing like every week at 14 that's crazy mm-hmm. that's fucking nuts man yeah so after driving the nails uh where would that take you? What band would you have uh, joined after that? So, Driving the Nails, I met um, John when I was a sophomore, right? Is that John Ovalle? John Ovalle. Our good buddy, John. What's up, bro? Shout out to John. Yes, sir. Dude, it's uh, funny. We used to go like party downtown McAllen like years ago. And one time my cousin came with us and like John had his like long curly hair <laughs> and shit. So, my cousin John... My cousin, whose name's also John, <laughs> would go at John, Yo, Claudio, Claudio, the guy from, from Coheed and Cambria. 
Yeah. I, I, I met him in sophomore and we were in mariachi together, but even, oh, believe it or wow. not, dude. So wow. we had a mariachi class and they would teach us mariachi or classical, flamenco. And um, what was it? I think it was Trivium. Yeah, it was Trivium. We heard like Lights and Flies. Dude. And we album. were just Ascendancy? like mm-hmm. instant, dude, like instant. And this was before Ascendancy because it was on a fucking... Ember um, to Inferno. It, no, it? Yeah. no, 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 no. But this this song was on a, on, a, on a CD. It was like a single or some sort of like Ascendancy. It wasn't even made yet. It might have been like some sort of like fucking like record head, label. Head some shit like that, yeah. Yeah, because that's true. Because... Um, because there's two different versions of it. There's the ascendancy version and then the other version. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So then that's when they started sneak peeking. Um, what is that song? That oh man, I forgot the name of this next single that they had. But we started talking and instantly- it's not us. <laughs> Who makes this world so hopeless? Was that one? Instantly, <laughs> yeah. Matt, do you remember the YouTube interpretation of Trivium? Wow. Yeah. Wing job. <laughs> yeah. That makes it. We, we gotta post out that of link. Opeth. Yeah, yeah. We gotta post that link. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, go look up Trivium Interpretation on YouTube. It's funny. Okay, go ahead. Anyway. Uh, that's when we. That's when I met John, and we instantly kind of kicked it off. And from there, he would jam with my other band, uh, Bloodfall, at the time. And then we. He created during the driving nail stage. It was him and him and our drummer Isaac became a guitar player and they created what was known as at the hour of our death i still have an ad hood shirt in my <laughs> parents oh shit dude fuck dude it's this is deep cut <laughs> i i loved that band i really and and john is such a nice guy too so uh, it was so super cool um he used to, he used to come watch us play at the vfw when we were burned this day mm-hmm. like, him and isaac used to go yeah, but um, those are great guys, and and I remember at I the talked hour to of Isaac death. on Instagram every once in a while. Oh, dude, I I remember at the hour of death we went to go see at the hour of death, and they played a show at Hot Topic in Harlingen. <laughs> and, and what was that like to play at a Hot Topic? Uh, yeah, and you remember Paul Blart coming in there to tell you how to turn it down? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? Like I feel like that sounds so strange to say that like in hindsight. I like, remember, remember that day very well cuz that's when I bought the shirt. Bands used to play in Hot Topic. Like they were I guess they were trying a new thing where they were having like local, local bands play talent. in there. It's like was that awkward? Was that cool? Like it was pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. Um I think who else played there? Scarlett O'Hara, I think, played there at once before us. I think and then Radiohead might have played there once. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was definitely odd. It was it was crazy to think, hey, we're fucking playing in a goddamn mall. Like, what the? Fuck? I mean, that's I a once in a lifetime experience. It, it it's is. never gonna happen like, again. You have the fucking. But, but people were there watching. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Cool. And so through, it, through the grapevine, I think might have played two at one point. Maybe that sounds that's yeah, that sounds sounds familiar. It was pretty. pretty yeah, that, that's probably like one of the first times that we saw saw you guys. I mean, I think we knew you all, but like that was maybe one of the first. Yeah, because we had only like like I think John might have reached out to us on MySpace or some bullshit. <laughs> but then uh, and then I remember watch we played a show at the Incubator together one year. I feel like a December birthday show because you know that was the fucking thing to do, and the, the person whose birthday it was wasn't ever even there. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "No, I'm, fuck that! I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna oh, go to fucking man. Peter Piper." You know, some bullshit. <laughs> that's anyway, exactly how they sounded. That's how they sound, bro. It's always yeah. it was always a girl's birthday show, and it she was. was never fucking there. It was like Chrissy Cupcakes, or, <laughs> or it like was, it, oh, was, it was uh, uh, Maddie Madlocks or, or something. Or I don't know, Melissa Murder. <laughs> 
or like I don't know. <laughs> oh man, dude. Travis tragedy or yeah, I don't fucking, know. Angelica Pickles. <laughs> you know? Some fucking dumb shit. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Oh man, dude. It's fucking hilarious. So yeah, that's fucking awesome. Uh, you're in Ad Hood. Great underrated band. Very good. Very good. Like metalcore with hints of deathcore. Very metalcore-ish. Yeah, though. yeah. I feel like like during that time, I mean, I don't know like how much influence you had from that metalcore style, but I feel like you were always in like metalcore style bands. Yeah, dude. I love metalcore. Is no that what man. you were repping at the time? <clears throat> yeah. Or like I only some started of liking metalcore because new metal went away. And I had, you didn't have a choice. And I didn't have a choice, but like, to like metalcore. I like, guess this is the next. I thing, guess right? I'll listen to this fucking shit. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so you talked about like you know some of the bands you were listening to when you were ten. Like, okay, like as you were you know and at the hour of death, what were you listening to around then? What was I so? Can I take been... a guess? Was it Lamb of God and Trivium? Because <laughs> that was everybody's. Lamb of God, not so much. Trivium, yes. Killswitch, yes. Yeah. Atreyu, dude. Atreyu, dude. Oh man, Atreyu. That's, that's a deep one right there. We listened to a lot of Still Remains too. Remember that? Still, oh, Still Remains. Dude, that's a big one right there. It yeah. dies Still today. Remains. It, it dies, dies today. today. That's was another big one. Haste right today there. was pretty good. Their first one or two albums. Like Sixty-eight, bro. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, God damn, it's cool. We're, so we're gonna we're do all, a metalcore show. We're, we're all on the Marco. same page. There <laughs> yeah. we go, dude. Yeah. Let's do let's do the Atreyu, the Curse versus Death Grip with you. Yeah, versus Think the Curse it. wins though. It has to win, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah but come on, we're supposed feel, to be objective, okay? We dude, can't have a versus. But I feel like, like Death Grip is like mature, but the Curse just fucking yeah. hits home. Dude. There you but, go. But a Death Grip has a lot of good songs. We'll, yeah, we'll say that for the verse. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll do okay. It. I'm we'll glad do. we settled it. You'll okay. you'll be you'll, back you'll, for you'll that. You'll come one. back. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, okay. Uh, so after at the hour of death, would that be uh, what lies between us? So shortly after that, yeah. So I or think maybe like during the same time. Right? During the same time, I had my uh, my buddy Louie, who was a, I think he was always at the driving the nail show. He was like, oh, I'm picking up uh, guitar. He showed me a few demos, and I was like, God damn, like, this is very Killswitch-like. And I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. So, I, y'all had some songs recorded, and I remember listening to them, and I thought, I don't mean this in a rude way, but I thought that it was solid shit, and I, I really expected you guys to be bigger than whatever, like, happened with that band, mm-hmm. you know? Like, because I, it was, like, really sophisticated recording. It was good songwriting, I thought, for that time frame, and it was good. And so I, I really thought you guys were going to just gonna like take over the fucking scene. But for some reason, I don't know what happened. It just kind of like, it just, not that I didn't go anywhere. Cause I mean, you guys did have some success. I mean, they got to open, <laughs> they got up, to open for, up for that show, for, you know, but I, I mean like, sort of, it, okay, <clears throat> let, me, let me compare, let me, this is a better comparison. Like that band compared to like the success that at war with androids had is like very different. Mm-hmm. I think you can agree with that. Yeah, I can. Okay. So yeah, let's, let's talk about that. So shortly after you, you join at war with the androids. You join at war with the androids and that kind of was like, yeah, that was a big band for the you, scene. You guys ruled the world for at least a year, year and a half, almost two, I think. Everywhere you went, like with, when At War with Androids was playing, everybody was like, oh, 
fucking robot metal. Time to <laughs> fucking go, bro. You know? Like Transformers metal? Yeah. And I was always like, fuck yeah, at War with the Androids. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I don't want that to sound like negative. No, at War with the Androids was a shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that band. Yeah, so we were like. When we got to play with that War with the Androids, it's like, cool, cool, we'll hurry up and then we'll stand and watch at War with the Androids. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that was probably. In a time where everybody was kind of doing the trendy thing, I mean, you guys were kind of doing, uh, taking a more like technical, progressive metal approach. It was so very I really appreciated Vail that. Maya, born of Osiris ish with, you know, the other stuff that y'all Thank were doing. You guys. So, it was I, I really enjoyed that band and I loved playing shows with you guys and you guys always fucking killed it and you guys got to play NSN a few years didn't you NSN uh, the All Star show that's what I was gonna ask you you all play All Stars like was would you say that was probably your biggest show at that time I'd say so dude to be honest with you because I mean just a... like the lineup of, of <laughs> bands dude man dude there is like a funny story and, and me and Richard like we still talk about it today is. Uh, Oh man! So Ronnie, right, the the singer from Born of Osiris, actually saw us play live, and we're just like, "Holy shit!" And he came up to us afterwards, like, "Hey, do you guys have a demo, dude?" We're oh. like, "No, we don't, <laughs> dude." <laughs> we still talk about it, dude. We still talk. Dude, that about was your chance, dude, dude. Dude, that was like, and, and, I, and we, you give him a Born of Osiris CD. <laughs> <laughs> we still talk about it to this day, man, and it's just like. Oh, fuck dude like that was our fucking chance that dude. Was we your could chance. have been like hey. you wouldn't be here right now no. you blew it <laughs> what was so cool about with or with at war with androids is like you guys like invested in the sound um you know richard we use the triggers and shit for the double yeah, bass right would. Yeah. The bass drum and so i mean like you people let's let's be honest people would hear him like sound checking and then people were like, <laughs> and then people were like, oh, I should probably go watch this band. But that goes a long way because like this band is like in inge- in, in ingesting, investing in their fucking product. Mm-hmm. And so people catch on to that, like, oh, hey, these guys are serious. I should probably pay attention. So yeah. real quick to sidetrack. So we shared a story, and I think it's on like episode three <laughs> yeah, dude. of the podcast oh, with our guitarist Roly, and we were talking about one of the first times we ever had like a real conversation with uh, one of the members from at war with androids. And I think we were, it was probably at the same house show that you mentioned. And, um, Roly was, we were talking to the singer of at war with androids. And if you go back to the episode, the story goes basically like Roly was talking to the singer and he mentioned, Oh yeah, I'm in burn this day. And I think the singer said something to the effect, Oh, I've heard of you guys. And Roly heard, Oh, you haven't heard of us? No, 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 no. No, he said, <laughs> so the singer said, oh, I haven't heard you guys. And then Rolly, oh, you've heard us? <laughs> and then he's like, no, I said, I haven't heard you guys. Oh, we'll prepare to get blown away. <laughs> and he made the gun sign and he even did the, the little wink. <laughs> oh, man. When and, I heard, and, when and I heard that, I was dying laughing. We were like, bro, you can't fucking say that that this is like the band in the scene like these guys are like the main eventers we're like the the curtain jerkers like undercard like yeah. we are the spike dudleys of the scene yeah spike they're yes. like you know like they're like the stone colds of the the, the valley scene oh we're nothing you can't say that we're jobbers we, yeah we were fucking, we're, we're fucking we, yeah jobbers. we were jobbers yeah. so hey. funny how like Obviously, you guys are not going to remember that story, but that still haunts us like <laughs> more than 10 years later. <laughs> like, that's still like, bro, I can't believe you fucking said that. Anyway, uh, no, that's a great band. And you know, he doesn't care. 
Who? Rolly. Oh no, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Rolly, I wish you were here, bro. He should. He should Chino, care, but I he miss just. You too he he. He's stupid. <laughs> uh, anyway, at war with androids, a great band. So. Were you in any bands after that? Because I feel like there was a time period where where you kind of like just weren't really like playing music. Like, what were you doing with that that time? So in that time, <clears throat> I think I left at War with Androids. I think it had to have been March, April, and it was a it was a rough time for me to be honest with you. I was a I was going to school. I was working, yeah, and it was just like everything kind of hit me at once. So, I mean, we're playing like every weekend, to be honest with you. Like, what year would this have been? 2011? 2000? Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds 12? about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Because I, that's when y'all stopped playing, and then like some other bands were coming up, and then like Burn This Day was called it quits like 2012, <laughs> You were going to say quit. <laughs> we did quit. But I mean, yeah, because like you guys like had kind of like faded away, and then like the scene kind of got stale for a bit. But then, like, it was a kind of a resurgence. But you guys were definitely one of the headliners around that time that would bring out folks. So it, it, you could tell, like, people kind of fell off the wagon once, like, y'all kind of, like, took it easy. Uh, were you in any bands in between At War With Androids and Eris? Um, I think I was in Kennedy's Curse for about a month or two months i'm not sure how long that was i think i played one show with them and that was it and that was like a punk band and that was when i was trying to get my feet wet i got hit with with anxiety and all that stuff and it just it hit me really hard and it happens man. So, yeah so dude basically you were kind of, you fell out of the scene for a little bit and you took a break from it and then um you kind of resurfaced with this new band and I'm kind of interested in 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 the that formation band. of this because we know some of the other members of the band. Yeah, so Eris is kind of like the it band right now because they are probably like the most productive band like within this pandemic because that's really kind of around the time that you all formed and <laughs> yeah. and when you think about it, a lot of the and because during the pandemic, I mean a lot of bands were faced with like the choice of like you know, what do we do? Do we put out music? Are we writing music? Are we taking a break? And, you know, for, for, for us, you know, we kind of like took a little bit of break. We were writing songs and, you know, a lot of bands haven't gotten a chance to play songs, but you guys have been at it. Like you guys have been writing, you guys have have been putting out music videos and putting out songs. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. And then I thought about like, who's in the band. I was like, Oh, these are all guys who haven't really been in the scene or played in bands for quite a few years. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, George, like a lot of those guys, like they, it's been a while since since they played so you guys are probably super eager to get back in there and to be playing music and excited and i love it because it's infectious it makes me excited to play music is that kind of the case yeah so uh man everything started george had posted a uh, a link and i think him and jacob which is our guitar player right so they were in Cry for Anesthesia. Right. Right before and now. If you want to go even further, they were in Ashes of a <laughs> Ashes Martyr. Ashes of a Martyr. Ashes of a Martyr. Yeah. yeah. So um, they were at a dance, Gavin dance show with Jacob, George, and I think they saw Fern, right? So that's when they were like, hey, uh, we're kind of starting up something. And that took off. And then from there, George 
put a post, hey, looking for a bass player, and I was like, hey, I'm right here. <laughs> so pretty much that's that was my wow. That was much easier than I thought. <laughs> that was it, man. He, he literally just much, said, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah, I'm here, literally. <laughs> okay, and you're it, in. It See was you next it. week. It was it, man. And I mean, that's cool that I worked out that way for <laughs> you guys. Like, it was it was much more straightforward than I thought. Yeah, it was. dude. It All was. right. So so when you're first forming this band, like, so when I listen to it. Right away, I'm like, this is a throwback band. This is a throwback band to maybe some of the stuff that was happening in like the 2010s. Yep. Is that by design or is that just kind of like came naturally because that's, what your, that's what your influences are? So that is what came. Really? To be honest with you, so man. You, yeah, you all didn't like, you know, we're going to play. Like, this know. is our, this is our, this is what we want to do. Like, it was just something that, you know, kind of just came out. And, and it makes sense because I mean, I could tell just from the people that in this band, like those that's what you all kind of like grew up listening to. Yeah, or, dude. And it was a it's, it's a just, throwback yeah. feel, kinda nostalgia, but we want to kind of bring in something new as well. How would you describe the band for anybody who's listening to the first time? Like like what would you say like are the influence or maybe bands that like if you like this band, you'll like this band? Oh man. So I mean you gotta throw in Dance Gavin Dance, counterparts. Um, I hear a hint of volumes. Volumes, yeah. Damn. And, uh, of course, my bass playing is not so much metal, right? So, I mean, I like to always throw in a little bit of, of punk in there because that's oh. my style. And, um, yeah, dude, I mean, that's pretty much what it is, I'd say. Um, it's a throwback band, but that's good because right now nostalgia is hitting because a lot of people are our age, like in their 30s, were like, we want to be reminded of all the shit that we used to listen to when mm -hmm. we were in our 20s. It's, so it's perfect because I've seen like uh, videos and posts of your guys' shows and you all are getting people that normally haven't been to shows in years and that they're excited to, to this is what it was like when, you know, I used to go to shows yep. so kudos to you guys because I've, yeah. i feel like you guys are doing a good job at like bringing people back to the shows yeah, do, do you have like any role as far as like um well that's not a big i mean let me find a better way to word this so are there like one or two like masterminds in the band or pretty much everything is pretty much equal? It's a collective <laughs> like, yeah, process. Yeah, like how's, what's the writing process? I wish like? you guys could see our chats. Like, oh man, it's it's kind of... So I, I'd say like, so who has a solid idea? Like, so we'd say Jacob has a riff here and, you know, All the Bright Places is a good, is a good song, right? So that's Jacob, right? And then we have Fern. Hey, well, maybe you should add this. And you have Matt who's like, hey, well, let me fucking play this solo this way mm -hmm. and you have me let's fucking write this baseline this way it's kind of all of our minds are put together in one and i mean to talk about that song and that was a very fuss fucking frustrating song dude like god damn it that was fucking frustrating that was my follow-up question like what is the chemistry of the band do you guys argue uh is it does do things come together naturally like easy or is it like just kind of like no like let's do this or like <laughs> So it's it's not so much like we argue so much about about the songs. It's um, I'd say it's naturally at a point, right? Um, obviously, everyone has their own opinion, but sure. what's better for the song at this point, right? So it's it's always what better suits the song. Yeah, you got to put the ego aside. If 
if you take a step back and the song is going to benefit from whatever idea, even though you don't agree with it, but you understand that it's going to benefit the song, exactly. you got to just accept it. That's how it is. And uh, man, everything, I'm not, I'm not sure how it is for you guys when you all are recording, but when we go record uh, with Rudy, it's fucking, everything changes, dude. Like, hey, well, let's add this part here. And that's how the song is formed. It's really weird for us, dude, because like usually by the time we go record, the whole song is done and it's really fast to record for us. Gotcha. And it's only because Larry's a control freak. And <laughs> yeah, so so that's different. Like you guys, what it sounds like is is you guys have a very like collaborative kind of thing. Yep. And and with our band, like I'm, you're like, let's try this part. No, I'm a dictator. I'm a dictator, and I hate to say it, that sounds terrible, but it, it works. It works for us. Yeah, it work. It works. Everyone's different. But you know, usually I get a good product. I say that really fucking assholey, right? <laughs> but I mean, like, no, it's like, like, uh, if I, but if I don't like something, I tell Larry, like, dude, this doesn't sound good, and like, the, the, yeah, it's back not, to the it, drawing board, it's boards. not gonna work. So I mean, it's it's a it, it's that's how it is for us. It's like I won't go put vocals on something I don't like. Let's just say gotcha. that. Yeah. But, I mean, and it's not a matter of like I don't contribute because I do, but I mean, like, Larry, I trust Larry like a lot. He's he's got a good track record. So, um, some of my favorite songs are ones that he's taking the reins on and, and I'm like, you know what, dude, you were right. So even like he and I butt heads sometimes in the studio when I record vocals and I, I fucking hate recording. I just don't like it just cause I just don't want to do it. Okay. Cause I'm a lazy fuck. <laughs> but, and like there are times where I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that. No, I don't want to do that. And then he's like, fine. And then I'll do it. And I'm like, okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you, man. All right. Dude, you're right. Okay, man. Uh, so what are your i guess what are your like goals for this band because as as i said like i feel like there's this um very like this energy of we're all excited to be playing we haven't played in a while and we're just happy to be getting our stuff out there so like what is like the goal for you guys like in 2021 and then in 2022 so our goals so far is one to finish the ep which is almost done and then of course have that ep release party and then from there we want to definitely tour around texas that's like good. that's definitely our goal like we that is like our determined goal to have is to tour around texas and see what what that brings and of course continue working on new music and yeah larry and i have spoken about this already like you know months and months and months ago but uh, when you guys were releasing your shit, we were, you know, obviously we talk about it because we like to talk about local music because, you know, we, we're fans of local music. We're fans of local bands, especially like bands that we're friends with. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're, um, when things look bleak as far as the pandemic was concerned months and months ago, we were, Larry and I like to like talk about future ideas because it makes us feel better, you know? <laughs> so we were talking about like, okay, um, Obviously, we're gonna have to throw shows with Aries, and 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 play shows with them. So I mean, definitely when we come back, we want to like do a show. I don't know if it's gonna be the Hop Shop or we, you know, get Cino Ray. Ray. But I mean, clearly you guys are making some noise. So I mean, we got to do a show. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was a that yeah. was something that we talk about as well, dude. It's funny. It's funny how we talk about you guys, right? Because like fucking fiends, dude. Like you guys are you guys had fucking everything, and then post pandemic happened, and it was like fuck it, it's 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 weird man it's just like I, I i've had like a i've had a few not a whole lot but i've had people come up to me like oh you're in fiends all right and i'm like what 
Yeah, I am. You're in Burn This Day, right? You're, you're in Burn this, You were in Burn This Day, right? Like, yeah, bro. No, no, I wasn't. I thought you were from here. I'm from. I'm from a uh, uh, Spain. <laughs> I gotta go. Oh man, I don't speak English. I don't, I don't speak, speak English. <laughs> I don't speak English. <laughs> Bye. Oh man. No, but, but definitely, like you guys are at the top of our list, and you know we. Things slowed down for us, but that's kind of by choice because, you know, things kind of got busy with work, with life. Nick had a kid. He's, you know, like he, a lot of things in our and, personal And another one coming. And another one on so, the way. Congrats, bro. Congrats. Uh, so, it's going to be fun. I don't know. We'll see. So it was like... <laughs> right? So no, like... I'm super happy about it. Just... It was like... <laughs> it gave us time to kind of like uh, put our focus on other things. But now that we see like more people are getting vaccinated and like there's kind of almost like a light at the end of the tunnel and maybe you know somewhere in the summer we can realistically look at like okay mate well maybe we should do a big show where people feel comfortable and coming out and you guys are definitely at the top of our list because like one you guys are new blood but like you know we know a lot of you guys and I love the energy that you guys bring to the stage because it's all positive vibes and and the there's good contrast though too between our bands. So I mean, like it's heavy, it's got more melody than our stuff. But I mean, it's, what's cool about it is like it brings in more people. You know, the contrast does. So like, and, and the songs are not, the songs are good. The songwriting is good. The quality is good. So I mean, really, things are just can only go up from here. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I'm I'm definitely glad that you are in this band, and I'm excited to see what you guys do in the future. And I know you guys are working on the EP, and I think it's been very smart that in this pandemic, like you guys have been, you know, working on one song and then you release that as a single, and then you work on another song and release that as a single, instead of you know putting all your eggs into this EP basket. And it you'll eventually get there, and you're gonna release it, but like. You give people something to kind of look forward to, and then, okay, we're gonna do a music video, the, and then we'll do a second music video. Yeah, I'm glad you yeah, bring that man, up. It was like, was that calculated? Did, did y'all think about that, or just like you were just like, oh, we should release this? Okay, I, I really, <laughs> honestly, like if I'm willing to bet, I I feel like it's just like you guys are so excited to be doing something that like, let's write a song, let's put it out. Like yeah. we, we don't want to wait because we haven't played in years. Yeah, because like, <laughs> and let's Larry, do another one. Larry and I are very calculated in everything we do. <laughs> so okay. So I, I'll give sh- I'll, I'll, so this was done by the fragment, right? I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of the fragment. Yes, yes, I love yes. the fragment. Yeah, okay. great band. So the fragment came out and they busted out a music video mm-hmm. and they got all the hype. And I was like, fuck. Like I was like, Jesus Christ, like this is fucking good. Mm-hmm. It was good music. They had a video with it and it was like, okay, like this is it. Mm-hmm. Now I've learned, like, okay, well, after this is like people love to see visuals dude like they do they like it's mm-hmm. like if i send you a link to hear a song would you really hear that song but if i send you a link for a video people respond to visuals like that's that's what i've learned after seeing the fragment no but it, it's exactly right because we've always had this conversation you if you portray yourself as larger than life and you know i'm speaking kind of in broad terms here mm-hmm. you portray yourself as larger than life that translates to that translate to, to the fucking layperson, you know, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? I'm I'm getting I'm new into local music, but this band is look at what they've they've made a great music video. They've got good quality sounds. Like mm-hmm. like this is legit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ver it's it's different if I like re- you know, record me and fiends in the fucking garage on a 
fucking flip phone, then people would be like, oh, this band sucks ass. And I'd be like, yeah, we do. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, like, like if the, if the quality is there, people will pick up on it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for sure. So that was, uh, that was something. And fun fact is you guys probably will not believe this, but the very first music video we did was the very first time we actually jammed as a full entire band. Like, really? <laughs> wow. That's because not... it was, no, pan- I believe that because it was pandemic time. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. So what so. could you do? It was like, I, one, I was fucking scared because I mean, l- I mean, last thing we want is to fucking bring that virus to our kids and our wives and for real, man. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't see my family or friends for like two or three months. Dude, it was, it was insane. And it was just like, okay, like we're going to do this. Let's, put our precautions and wear a fucking mask and be fucking separated and make sure everyone understands like, Hey, so it was, that's exactly what happened. And, uh, we started recording what our first single was the forest, um, February and the pandemic hit March. And that's when everything was like done, like shut down. So yeah, dude, the first time we jammed out together as a full band was, I don't even remember when we recorded the forest. Because it came out like what? Not eight, long eight? ago. They came I mean, out they come, somewhere yeah. you guys, March, you right? guys have accomplished a lot in a very short amount of time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about a span of, I don't know, six, seven months. You guys have already put out two music videos. You're on the verge of releasing a third. Uh, you have a full EP, like, you know, in the works and, you know, ready to be released by summer, I imagine. Mm-hmm. So, like, you guys are, are definitely turning heads and... I think we can expect great things from you guys. Now, we're kind of winding down here. Uh, One of the things I wanted to ask you is, what was it like to work with Rudy from Dark Arts uh, Recording Studio? Because he's a great guy. We've jammed with him a couple of times, and he's just, you know, I know you've been recording this with him. So what was that like? Uh, Rudy is great, right? He's like our seventh member. (laughs) He'll tell us, um, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's him. So, so he's involved in producing it. Though. Yeah, he's, he's our producer, that's, and I'm comfortable saying cool. that. And, I'll, and the other guys will, will attest to that as well. So, yeah, I'm 100% confident. He's, he's our seventh member, I, I'd say, to be honest with you, because he will hear a part, and he'll be like, let's, let's change that out. Let's move out. It's All always right. good to have a tiebreaker. Yeah, dude, it is. Because once we're undecided, it's kind of like, all right, Rudy, what do you think? Yeah, well, no, that's what I. That's what I. When we record with Josh, I'm like, "What do you think, Josh?" And he'll tell me. I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. I agree with you." Yeah. Not Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Larry. That's a story for another time. <laughs> Fuck <Sure>. you, man. <laughs> but I, I really feel like Rudy understands what you guys are going for and understands your sound, so that probably makes it easier, and it makes it easier for you guys to trust him and his yeah. judgment. Yep, that's uh, that's 100 true, man. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, he seventh member man that's all i can say it's we it's we, really important to have a good producer yeah. who like gets the band and can be honest like you don't want to have yes men around you yeah then, you don't because then man. the band starts to fucking blow yeah uh cool so nick do you have any like last questions for marco i probably do i forgot but, <laughs> um, ask me anything yeah like i had a good time man i actually want to talk to you more but we'll, we'll do this again. We'll, podcast, we'll come back. So. And I'm just, uh, I'm glad that, you know, you spend a lot of time outside of the music scene. I'm glad you're back. And I'm glad that, you, you know, you're playing with this band. And I hope that we can hook up for, for 
some shows in the future. Not hook up like me and you, but like oh, our man. bands. No, like our bands. Nah, he's like, not like into like barking not. like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I? <laughs> you should have taken off your pants at that point. You've been like, listen, motherfucker. Yeah, bark. Like, to establish dominance. You know who the fuck at? I am? I'm the Fiends drummer, bro. I'd be like, bite it. <laughs> bite my dick. I dare you. I dare What are you going to do? I, I have nothing to say at this point. I'm just laughing. <laughs> so stupid. No, man. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll say this here because it's something that we talked about about our EP release parties. We would love to fucking have you guys uh play a show with us at that time fuck yeah let's oh, do yeah. it we're yeah. there <laughs> done I, I do think it should probably be hop shop or cnl ray or even let's both go, we can do, let's we go can big do dude honestly let's go big let's do cnl ray i That's think we can so do it your thinking. band our band you know three or four other bands let's get it done let's just have a party and let's just let's just you know we should do throwbacks dude we should bring like our back fucking burn okay. this day back. now you no, lost no, me no, you no, lost no, no, me no, no. Fuck that. Right, let's wrap <laughs> but, this up but, but would you be down for a fiends at war with android show oh shit talk to the guys so yeah <laughs> so funny story right so me me and the guy so me richard and robbie still we are actually jamming another band called makeshift earth and we're gonna release our single and our video as well so that's another you will have to come back and talk about that because i have so many questions <laughs> i've seen some 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 clips of you guys and you have a very interesting sound and i want to talk about that in, in long form for sure so yeah that's that's definitely another another conversation to have man but uh yeah those guys i, I love those guys man i'll like that's cool, i fucking man. love those guys so much dude another set of family there uh, this is awesome. This has been a fun conversation. I'm glad that we were able to do this. We will definitely have you back on. Yeah, man. Thank you for for coming on the show. Thank you for for supporting our show. Dude, thank I you for you know reposting all the links and all the stuff. Like it means the world to us. So yeah, man. Just you guys are gonna go on to do a bunch of awesome things. So it's all good. Thank you. All right, so we're wrapping things up for Marco, Nick, and myself. This has been the Fiends Podcast. We'll see you next week. Peace.